You are listening to the Slow Living Podcast, and I'm your host, Stephanie O'Day. What if I told you that you could truly have the life of your dreams, the life you've always wanted, one filled with abundance, joy, and a sense of purpose? It's absolutely possible, and I see it each and every day with my coaching clients. It all starts with learning how to slow down. You deserve to live the life you've always dreamt about. Let's get started. Episode number 53, The Bare Minimum. (laughs) So what is this? What am I talking about? Okay, so the bare minimum is what can you do to make yourself feel proud the next day or when you're done doing it? And it doesn't mean that you were super crazy productive and checked absolutely everything off your to-do list. This is something that you do when you're just not feeling it, when you've got a cold, when you're exhausted, when you're up all night with sick kids, and you just can hardly move, and you're just so tired, and you can't really think (laughs) straight, and you really just kind of want to go on autopilot and do the very bare minimum. And that's actually where I am today. (laughs) I have a cold. I do not feel very well. I've got, uh, it started with a sore throat where I thought maybe I'd strep throat, um, but now it's moved up into my head and I've got a lot of congestion and I just don't feel very well. And I've taken a few days off from my day job and slept an awful lot. And then last night, I hardly slept. And that's because I sleep with a CPAP machine. And so it blows air (laughs) into my nose while I'm sleeping. Well, as we all know, ear, nose, and throat are all connected. And so the the feeling of the air pushing on my throat was, was horrific last night. So I couldn't sleep. So I didn't use my CPAP machine, which meant then that I was jerking awake every 45 minutes to an hour. So I I really don't feel all that well <laughs> right now while I'm recording this. But I I promised myself that I would do this and that is what we're going to talk about today is figuring out what is your absolute bare minimum. What can you do to make yourself feel a little bit better even when you're not feeling it. And we've talked before quite a bit that this is real life and real life is not a spreadsheet. And yes, you can have all of these great, big, huge, massive goals for yourself. And the idea is that you're taking teeny tiny baby steps forward each and every day. But stuff happens life happens and it's not possible all of the time. And it doesn't mean that when you hit the pause button or you have to take a day off that that you're sliding down the hill. So I like to use the analogy of shoots and ladders. So this is this is not shoots and ladders. This is the game of life. And in and pausing doesn't mean you're sliding down a hill. It means you're listening to your body, you're listening to your brain, 
You're paying attention to life events that are happening around you. And you can't constantly be doing all of the things all of the time and doing them well because you're not a robot. You are a human and and humans have ups and downs and ebbs and flows and that is okay. So as you know, I like to teach the concept of the peace pyramid. And so the peace pyramid has time management, health, and finances at the very bottom. And then you move up a little bit and you've got organization and relationships. And when those things are in place, that is when you feel calm and content and you have a feeling of peace. And that's what we're all sort of striving for is that feeling of peace. So get out a piece of paper, not obviously (laughs) if you're driving, um, but get out a piece of paper and sort of draw a pyramid and in that bottom section, break it up into three pieces. What are three things um, that the three things are time management, health and finances in the bottom. So what can you do? What is your very, very bare minimum, the basics that you can do in order to feel good about yourself and feel proud about yourself without going all out. Um, so I'm going to use me for an example because I don't feel very well. And so I'm doing the absolute bare minimum today. I'm going to cough a little. Hopefully they will <coughs> edit that out. Okay. Oh, I drank some coffee and that felt good on my throat. My bare minimum is I got up at the time I told myself the night before I was going to get up. And that's because I wanted to see my kids and and make sure everything was fine before they headed off to school. So to me, that was already a win that I followed through on what it was I said I was going to do the night before. I got up. I did not want to (laughs) because I'm tired. And I would much rather still be upstairs under the covers sleeping but I knew I would feel better about myself as a person and better about myself as a mom if I got up and made sure that the kids were all okay and that if I if I needed to sign any sort of permission slip or any sort of homework paper, I wanted to make sure that I was there and, and present <laughs> and, and accounted for and, and just be there. Also wanted to make sure that Sheldon got up and ate breakfast and went out and went potty rather than being locked up because no one else really will do that. I could have delegated it, but I know it would have been better if I did it myself. So that's time management. That is what I wanted to make sure that I did as a bare minimum and followed through. Health. I don't feel well. (laughs) So I know because I don't feel well, the best thing I can do is to feed my body protein and healthy food. So I didn't feel the best. So I opened the refrigerator and I scrounged around and there was uh, pumpkin spice cream cheese from Trader Joe's in the fridge, which I don't know if you've had it, but it tastes like frosting. It's absolutely delicious. And my first thought was, huh, I could have a spoonful of that 
and just lick it off the spoon and that would taste so good and I would get this little rush of sugar and that would be amazing. Or I could stir it into my coffee and make kind of a pumpkin spice latte. Wow, that sounds amazing. So, But I also knew that that's not my bare minimum. My bare minimum is when I don't feel well is to just go through the motions and go on autopilot and have some protein first thing because protein sets me up. It is a long, slow release while I'm digesting of, of energy that's sustainable versus a quick sugar hit. So instead, I opened the sealed Pyrex and I pulled out a piece of chicken that Adam had barbecued over the weekend. And I munched on that with my coffee. I munched on cold chicken and it was fine. <laughs> I don't have I don't have the best taste buds right now because I have a cold. Oh, I should probably mention that I've taken multiple COVID tests. I do not have COVID. Um, but even though I couldn't really taste very well. But so I munched on that chicken and I feel fine right now. I don't feel hungry because the protein is so satiating and I feel great. So, and then when I'm done recording this, I am going to put the leash on Sheldon and we are going to go for a walk. So for me, those were my two bare minimums. Get out of the house, get some vitamin D in sun and daylight and go for a walk and eat some protein. Those are the things that I'm going to do. And then also, because I'm sick, I'm going to do an awful lot actually more for my health. I'm going to kind of really focus on that. I'm going to drink a ton of water today, have a bunch of tea. I'm going to take a nap. I am probably going to do a lot of self-care and maybe take a hot bath with um, some kind of like eucalyptus balm in the bathtub to try and help break up my mucus and the congestion. So, so that is going to happen. But the very, very bare minimum, the, the thing that I know I need to do is get outside, get some fresh air, go for a walk, and eat some protein. And, and that's the bare minimum. Okay. Finances. What is the absolute bare minimum that I can do? And it's don't buy anything, Steph. Stay away. Yes, scrolling Amazon and, and buying things will make you feel better. Getting in the car and going to Marshall's and browsing, even though you don't need anything, might make you feel better. But buying just for the sake of buying to try and make yourself feel better is not a recipe for success. So my absolute bare minimum when it comes to finances, when I am just not feeling the best, is to not buy anything and just hold on to the feelings and, and the nudges and the impulses that I have and realize that the reason I'm having these thoughts and these, these sort of cravings to buy new boots because it's becoming fall and winter and I love boots, but I don't need any more boots. I literally do not need any more boots. I have lots of boots, love my boots, but I know future Steph would be more proud of myself if I don't buy anything. So that to me is my bare minimum. And then when it comes to organization, I like things clean. I really do. I, I have the daily seven set of chores that I discuss in the Clean Less, Play More book and in the Totally Together journal. Um, it's written out on my website, the seven daily chores. But when I don't feel well, the best thing I can do is to make the bed. And, and again, because I don't feel well, and I'm probably going to climb back in later this morning, what I did is I purposely 
pulled it back and I fluffed the pillows and it's airing out with bedroom windows open. And to me, that still counts as making it because I decided on purpose what to do rather than just leaving everything a, a crumpled up mess. So they're, they're pulled back and folded in a nice sort of inviting way. And in this situation, it's, it's on purpose to air out the bed. So that is my bare minimum. The other bare minimum for me to keep my sanity is to not put things in the sink. So I had tea earlier and what I really wanted to do was to just put the cup, the mug back in the sink with the tea bag and the spoon and just hope that somebody else would take care of it. That is, is really what lazy stuff wanted to do. But I also knew I'm the only one home today and I'm going to be the one who has to keep walking into the kitchen and seeing this and it'll just be sort of this reminder that I have to do this and I should have done it and and once one thing is in the sink, other objects sort of magnetically and magically get attracted and all of a sudden the entire sink is filled and it's rendered useless and it's not fun because if I'm going to make dinner or do anything, I can't because the sink is a mess. So the right thing to do was to open the dishwasher and put away last night's dishes that ran and then put the mug in. So it's not what I wanted to do. I didn't want to do those things. I was feeling very lazy, but I did it anyway because I knew that putting this tiny little bit of effort in right now would make me feel better in the long run. And so that's what I did. It took maybe two and a half minutes. It wasn't that big of a deal, but it made me feel better. So that was my bare minimum. Okay, relationships. Relationships are so easy now <laughs> because of texting. So my absolute bare minimum is to send out a group text to different family members and just say, checking in, having a sick day, don't feel good, I'm gonna have my phone silenced, I'm gonna go take a nap. And then I've reached out, I've, I've stated my boundaries, I said what I was going to do. If somebody truly needs me, they would let me know. I, even though the phone is silenced, I'm still paying attention to it here and there. And it buzzes when it's silenced anyway. But that is, for me, what feels the best, is to reach out and just be aware that there's other people, that the world does not just revolve around me. There's other people, there's other family members, there's other friends who are living their own lives and their world is revolving around them. And if they did truly need me, they knew where I was and could get a hold of me. But I was honoring my boundaries and my needs by stating up front, I'm home, I'm sick, I'm a little bit cranky, <laughs> be aware. And, and so that is the bare minimum. So even though I don't feel well and my head is cloudy and I have way too much mucus and congestion and snot, I have done the bare minimum. And because of that, I feel better about myself and proud and, and feel fulfilled in a better way than I would have if I had ignored and done absolutely nothing, anything all day. So that's me having a cold. I've gotten some emails about 
people who feel depressed and are depressed and, and maybe you're taking medication for depression and all of these things, what is your bare minimum? What can you do when you're not feeling it? When really all you want to do is hide under the covers and not get out of bed and not do any of the things. My best suggestion would be when you're in a good mood, when you're having a good day, write out what your bare minimum is. One thing, just one, in each of the different quadrants in order to feel better. Maybe your bare minimum for health is taking your meds and drinking some water with your meds. And that's it. There, check. You're done. That's your health. Time management. It's probably deciding beforehand what time you're going to go to bed and what time you're going to wake up and make sure you're, you're hitting those marks and and doing the things that you know set yourself up for feeling as as good as you can even when you're in a slumpy day and that's okay because again you're not a spreadsheet and this stuff really happens and and I don't want you to beat yourself up or feel like you're falling behind because you need to take a mental health day or a physical health day or an all in all just you just feel like taking the day off. That that is okay. You don't need to constantly be pushing down on the gas pedal. It's okay to coast. It's okay to relax and, and kind of take a deep breath. I wanna I wanna take a little bit of a break here because we got a recording and I wanna play the recording. And at any time, if you would like to leave a voicemail. You can do so at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast. But I've been doing this now for a year and it's so lovely and wonderful to know that there are real people out there listening. So we're going to take a little bit of a break. Hi, Stephanie. I came across your website on the computer and decided to read the whole thing. And I absolutely love it. You sound like a great parent and a woman who really knows how to bring up kids. I brought up my own three brought up three teenage boys by myself and their wonderful sons to this day. Um, I especially liked number seven for personal reasons. I've always believed you have to be your own best friend so that you don't ever get bored. And whatever it is that interests you, you do it. I've been doing it for probably 90 years now. Um, and it can be little things, the do of little things. It can be watching a spider spin a web if you're really hard up for wondering what to do for a day. Not for a day, but for an instant. Anyway, good luck with all your kids. I understand, loved how they cling to your legs. I had three little boys clinging to mine. Um, anyway, I just want you to know how much I enjoy it. Okay, Slow Down Society, welcome back. Thank you for being here. So one thing that she mentioned is that she went back and read through the blog posts that are on the site. And I invite you to do that. Um, especially if you've got insomnia and you're up all night and you're looking for something a little bit more uplifting to read and scroll through, um, take, take the time. So, so there's lots written on the stephanieoday.com website. And if you go through the drop down, you'll find blog and you can just keep going back. I'm in the process of uploading show notes for all of the different podcast episodes. They're not all up there yet. I'm still, I'm still working my way 
through them. Um, but eventually they will be. And then at one point, so I started, I guess that site and maybe, so the Crock-Pot site, A Year of Slow Cooking started in 2008 and the 70oday.com site, I think started right around 2009. And the first incarnation of it was called totallytogetherjournal.com. And it was to help advertise for my Totally Together journal, um, journal for moms that, um, it's still in print and you can get that on Amazon and it sort of follows the school schedule. It, it begins in September and then it goes, um, a year forward from September. Um, but I did post every single day in 2010 on that website. And what is so interesting is 2010 was the year that my youngest was born. She was born January 6th, 2010. And I gave myself another New Year's resolution to post on the Totally Together Journal um, website just a little bit, some some daily chores, some daily motivation. And even though <laughs> I had a baby, um, I, I continued to post because it was literally five, ten minutes of my day. Um, um, and I think because she was my third, I guess I spent one night in the hospital and that was it, and then I signed myself out earlier. But I was able to continue on even after giving birth. And... Uh, and I get, I got a bunch of, of questions and comments and how are you doing this with a newborn in the house? And I think it was just because I had decided I was going to do it. And I knew I would feel better about myself if I honored the promises that I made to myself. And, and that's why when I decide to do something, I think it through and I think, okay, am I still going to want to do this in three months, six months, nine months? I might be highly motivated right now, but is the idea that I have sustainable? And I think that's the biggest difference between how I coach and how other people coach is I don't want you to have a huge all or nothing resolution or all or nothing way to try and change your life. Because I don't believe that works. I think the best way, if you are in the mood <laughs> and are interested in making long-lasting, permanent change, is to find the smallest thing you can do and then just keep doing it. And then later, find another small thing that you can do and, and add to it. And um, so you can use it. Uh, the term habit stacking or goal stacking. But I think the reason some of you think you fail at New Year's resolutions or any sort of resolution or month, 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 month resolutions, I don't even know what word I'm trying to say, but, but monthly sort of declarations that you're going to change your life or, or from now on, I'm only going to eat a certain amount of calories and I'm going to exercise this way and I'm going to go to the gym every day and I'm going to do all these things and I'm never going to eat cake again and I'm never going to have a margarita again. Those type of huge declarations sort of set yourself up for failure. And, and I don't want you to fail 
at anything ever, ever, ever. So that's why I am, I'm such a huge proponent of teeny, teeny, tiny, minuscule changes that do add up over time. So I love that 30 days to a new you journal um, that's on Amazon that I sell and you can find the information for that on my website. And I, and I got an email, maybe not last week, maybe the week before of a relatively new listener who said she had read the Slow Down and Simplify ebook and then bought the 30-day journal. And we wrote back and forth a few times because she was trying to figure out which habit, which new thing she wanted to do because she had so many different ideas. And my suggestion was to pick the habit that seems the easiest first and, and build up that muscle, build up the muscle of journaling because journaling every day is a habit all unto itself. And if that is your first 30 day sort of declaration, that is a phenomenal, fantastic, um, just habit to get into. But the easiest thing is to do what sounds like a no brainer first and, and do that and, and have the win and collect the wins and then add to that. Okay, so that's the new me. The new me does whatever it is that you decided. Maybe it's 5,000 steps. The new me does 5,000 steps. And then in the very next month, maybe the new you has a salad for lunch every day instead of, I don't know, a sandwich or takeout or something like that. And you're going to do those 5,000 steps because you've already accomplished that. And now you're going to have a salad. So it's tiny little incremental shifts and, and then stacking them all together. And that is the secret sauce. And that's how you make lifelong lasting change. And when you're not feeling it and you know that um, maybe it's cyclical and, and I've got a whole episode on it's not you, it's your hormones. And I think it was back uh, episode seven or eight, something like that. But make a plan. Make a plan that you know in a few weeks you're not going to feel the best. So figure out what your bare minimum is and how you can still achieve your goals um, and not slide backwards and not decide, okay, I'm going to eat the entire sheet cake from Safeway because I'm not in a good mood. That will, <laughs> that that's not going to help you. But maybe it's going to bed a few minutes early um, and realizing that when I sit on that certain couch cushion, um, I sort of mindlessly eat. So instead of doing that when I'm in a bad mood, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to sit in this chair and I'm not going to watch maybe that particular show because that particular show sort of triggers me and sets me off. So I'm going to proactively do these things. And, and make your plan for your bare minimum when you're in a good mood and, and when you're happy. And then just follow because you don't have to think. You've, you've already made the decision and, and you're just following through. Okay. I hope that was helpful. Um, let me know. Email me. Leave me a voicemail. Um, I think you are absolutely wonderful. I am going now to um, heat up my coffee because it will help my throat and snap a leash on Sheldon and go out and get some fresh air. And I will see you again next time. 
Do you have a slow living story to share? Leave me a voicemail at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast with any questions, comments, feedback, or testimonials, and I will be sure to include it in an upcoming episode. Also, if you found value in this episode, please share it with your family and friends and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. The more you share, comment, and leave positive reviews, the more people we can reach and share the slow living lifestyle and messaging. Thank you, Slow Down Society, and have an absolutely wonderful day.